Hey, Hada, what's happening in Melee? The biggest tournament of the year, possibly. It's up to the rest of these tournaments to beat out 1,200-plus Melee singles entrance. Genesis 9 has officially come and gone. I'm officially home. I still feel burnt out from going to Genesis, but I was ready at long last on Thursday here to do the recap show with Hada. Hada, how's it going? I'm doing pretty well. Um, had an early morning doctor's appointment, got my labs done, so I got some blood taken, uh, got my COVID second booster. So feeling a little lethargic, not not 100%, but, you know, we're, we're here, we're ready to rock and roll, and uh, we got a lot to talk about today, Jesse. Yeah, so we have a historic victory at Genesis 9. Let's get that out of the way. Hada precipitated this by predicting the winner of Genesis 9 Fly Quest's very own Jay Mook. Hada, congratulations. Oh, and thank a, a you, correct thank prediction. You. Awesome. My what boy, do you think? My boy finally <laughs> did it. Oh my god, I've been wanting a Jay Mook dub for a long time, and I think Scar said it on commentary. But um after a year of second place, third place, fourth place, fifth, seventh, and never getting outside of top eight from what I remember. But, you know, he finally got that first one. And how historic and how apt for it to be at Genesis, where he first made his huge debut on the scene. Of course, he had a pretty solid performance at Smash World Tour the year before. But, you know, definitely a known scary talent enough to warrant like that 38th or 39th seed. But then to come up and get second out of nowhere. Um, and then the next year to win the whole thing. It's uh, it was, it's amazing, and it's a, uh, it's a storybook ending, and a storybook beginning. Yes. So I'm excited for Jay Mook to get even more wins going on this year. So a funny story about that that I heard secondhand. Unfortunately, I did not get the pleasure of witnessing this. Someone in the Melee Stats Discord, Just Joey, who was also in a Melee Stats Fantasy League with me this year. Anyway, mm. Just Joey, this was um, first tournament. Uh, first big tournament attending and of course armada's there and just joey gets in the same vicinity of armada and introduces and goes uh, you know this whole this whole jmook thing and this was after the tournament was over so it must have been a guild house but this whole jmook thing is kind of like you right and armada goes what and then just joey backs away and goes never mind uh nice to meet you kind of a vibe Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so funny because I, I'm going to go ahead and assume that Armada didn't quite understand or hear everything that Just Joey was trying to say because there are parallels, right? Yeah. Mook gets second at the first Genesis he attends and has to wait until the next one to run it back and win. And that's what happened with Armada. There was a longer time period between Genesis 1 and Genesis 2, but it mm -hmm. was the same kind of vibe where you show up, you make a big splash, now everybody in the Melee community knows your name, but you have to wait until the next Genesis to get the run back and, and win. And now Zane versus Jmook happened winner's semis, not winner's finals or grand finals. So that would have been right. super duper epic, especially since Zane was going for the three-peat. But I will take a great game five winner's semi set. That was awesome. After Jmook won game four and then carried that momentum hard into game five, and it looked like Zane was starting to play a little shaky, I thought, mm -hmm. well, then it's up to Cody at this point because Cody went on a massive loser's run, entered the top eight on loser's side because that's how crazy the tournament was we'll get into more of that in a few minutes here but cody went on a tear clg's cody now playing for counter logic gaming so let's go cody goes all the way through losers to make it up to jay mook but only able to take one game grand finals goes 3-1 in jay mook's favor a great 
awesome wholesome pop-off including a knocked down chair there's no chair throwing allegations we're all just super happy to see jay mook win i was sitting front row it was a pleasure to see that up close and for the for the for the timeline moving forward jay mook is is in the contention for number one player of the world we knew that jay mook was in contention for top 10 top five player obviously finishing second at genesis last year but after all of those coming up short performances in the tournaments to follow mm -hmm. we thought okay well jay mook has to win a tournament a big one and then he'll be in contention for number one in the world but right now top five is probably where he's at and he actually finished outside of the top five in the Start GG hosted melee stats melee it on me whoever's in charge i think it's wheat top 100 ssbm rankings finished what was it seven or six you get it the point yeah. is is that jay mook now after winning the first not only the first big tournament but genesis a super major 1200 plus entrance is now in contention for number one player in the world it's so cool yep and i just wanted to recap jay mook's um Jmook's run real quick. So starting at top 64, 3-0 over Aklo, huge first round win. A game fiver over SFOP. I think SFOP might have been the one to really take Jmook to the brink. 3-0 uh, over none. Moving into top eight, we have Jmook 3-2 over Zane, 3-0 over Moki, and 3-1 over Cody Schwab. So if you're taking it by the numbers, <laughs> it looks like it's the the JMook and then the Zane SFOP tier. So um, <laughs> <laughs> feeling pretty good if uh, you're an SFOP fan. So did want to go ahead and uh, give lots of props, of course. Um, something that I would love to bring up really, really quick is the contention for rankings and how people either wait head-to-head -head versus winning the tournament. And I think winning the tournament should be by far and away the biggest indication of how highly you should be weighted. And I think we saw that in our top 10, especially our top five, top three uh, this past year and how those all shook out, you know, Zane getting the most wins um, across the board, Amsa and Mango being in contention and that, you know, becoming a huge point of contention, especially going into this tournament. Um, but I think I heard it best from Mango himself, but, you know, winning a tournament through winners, obviously you play less sets. So if you should win a tournament through winners, that should outweigh any head-to-head -head discussion moving forward, which I really, really enjoy that that's gotten out there because I know there was a huge piece of contention going into this past ranking season that had a lot of people saying, oh, but this person has blah, 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 sets over blah, 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 blah. And it's like, well, the only reason that person has less sets, the person that hasn't played that person enough because that person's winning the tournament, so it didn't have to play them as much. So, um you know, Jay Mook winning that through winners as well was huge. So um, not dropping a set all the way through dominant, dominant performance uh, from FlyQuest on Jay Mook. So huge value pickup in this last year. So congrats to FlyQuest as well. Uh, Going to go ahead and highlight some other players real quick. Um, all Chats on Saint making a top eight debut here at Genesis. So had a pretty stellar end of last year with uh, the Mogul Moose chess boxing event. Uh, getting a cool documentary put out by All Chat and the Tilt team, headed by Turn Down for Walt and um, and I believe and one of the Kish brothers. Uh, uh, you were also thinking of Gangly Nick Pascal, who was part of the Last Talk Legends OG crew. 
Yes, that's correct. Um, so Toussaint uh, getting seventh, Leffen also getting a seventh place performance, top eight for Leffen. Um, Hungry Box and Zane falling at a fifth place to Cody and Plup, respectively. Um, Cody then taking it over Plup in loser semis. Cody taking it over Mogi Moki, making it all the way to winner's final. So Moki, mm. an amazing, amazing run. Mm. Um, I know that um, with also huge news that Ludwig has is now the co-owner of Moist Esports. So Moist probably going to be growing pretty exponentially in the future. I'm going to go ahead and cap off Moki's run real quick. So 3-1 over SDJ, 3-1 over Hungrybox, had a little bit of a puff bracket. And then a game fiver over Cody in winner's quarters. So taking that winner's side slot, and then um, Moki taking a 3-0 over Plup in dominant fashion. That was a, you know, an amazing performance from Moki um, over the likes of um, Red Bull's own Plup. So expecting a lot of things from Moki this year. I think huge fire has been lit under their belly, especially to their response to Mango Mango's performance at this event, which again is uh, probably one of the other huge. Um, I guess stories of Genesis. Uh, Mango put out a tweet longer. Um, really, really, really um, burnt out is the short of it, from what I understand. Um, I know that um, after listening to Mango's stream and listening to Joey talk about it at um, at J uh, Bone in the morning, um, it, it just seems to me that Mango really burnt himself out at the end of last year. He was. So passionate, he felt like he could get rank one. He felt like he could even, he could, he was a lock for rank two. He was really pushing for those two um, invitational finals. Both of them got canceled. So that really kind of put a damper on how he was looking at the end of the ranking season and then getting passed up by AMSA, you know, kind of a slap in the face. And that really sucks, you know, especially when you hedge your bets, you're ready to crush these last invitationals to potentially take rank one at the end of the year, you know, and then, you know, Zane's dad gets sick and it feels kind of like a fraudulent end of the year. Um, AMSA had a really clutch end of the year. Yeah. Scuff World Tour. Just, that was a big deal. Mm -hmm. Scuff World Tour was really huge for AMSA. And I know yep. Mango wasn't really feeling that. So um, decided to play Dr. Mario, which he's been playing and got top 50 on ranked with and winners and um proceeded lost to Taj of all people in winter side <laughs> of all people lost... yeah lost to Taj <laughs> Taj is me too can you Who, believe um... it all these years later that's insane yeah. to me yeah Taj went on a little bit of a run Taj um placing top 64 yeah mm -hmm. Taj taking it game five uh Mewtwo Dr. Mario against Mango losing a game five to Umarth even with the battlefield game with three um confusions through battlefield platforms which is crazy uh, ends up pushing through and uh taking set over reach and then in a you know i'm sure a very familiar matchup takes a 3-0 over okp and um then finally it loses to polish and that matchup is brutal peach destroys yeah um youtube for sure so but, something um, else that happened this weekend is that star gg went down at around the time of top 64 starting so 
for a little while there. Top 64 was not touched at all. But on the Start GG page, you could see the top eight bracket because mm -hmm. that's how long it was down. It was down for several hours, and they ended up just putting through the eight players that made it to top eight, and top mm -hmm. 64 wasn't updated for a while. So mm -hmm. do we know that Polish actually pay, played Peach versus Taj? Do we really know that? That's what I want to know because... I, I see a lot of Polish Fox, so I don't see at the tournament. I'm just saying, like, on, on mm -hmm. you know, pictures of the Polish tag on Slippy ranked top 50 rankings. So, mm -hmm. what was it actually, Peach? This is what I want to know. These are the things I need to know. But you know what? Yeah. Taj, if Taj played Polish's Peach, a 3-0 makes sense uh, to, to your point because Taj sees plenty of Foxes, but mm -hmm. mm, not, not as many Peaches. And that is a tough yeah. matchup for me, too. Yeah. Um, definitely a really tough one. And then uh, Polish then proceeded to go and have a game five win over Panda and then falls to Magi soon after. So uh, definitely some really solid performances across the board. Amsa had to go on a little bit of a loser's run and then finish just outside of top eight. To Cody, um, like that's the tough to part. Cody, yeah. That's like a possible um, grand finals and it's happening, you know, a top 12 losers match. Yeah, and uh, the reason Amsa had to go on that run is because they took a loss of Two Saint in the game five performance. So, Two Saint three zero. Two Saint with a hell of a run. Uh, Two Saint game five over Amsa. Uh, game four win over Sunsei, and then finally fell to Plup to in a three zero. Um, and then Two Saint went on to three one Kadoran for their first super major top eight. So very proud so of my cool. teammate doing all amazing things and um really big ups to sfop as well i think sfop had a really solid run um losing to axe and losing to jmook so two amazing players and uh hope to see a lot more from sfop in the future as well overall melee singles was super enjoyable but something else that was really enjoyable and sadly i was uh for this weekend for me was uh mostly positive but my sleep was awful I, I could not get adjusted to west coast time i kept waking up too early and i'd be too excited to fall back asleep and i'd be wasted by three in the afternoon because i'd be going oh i'm so tired so i did not get to the venue to see all the top four doubles like i was hoping to i had to really take it easy on sunday morning and sunday like early sunday afternoon try really hard to get some rest in the hotel room after waking up and everything just go back to sleep take a nap I ended up seeing losers finals and grand finals though. So I unfortunately missed out on the first couple of sets of top four doubles, but in top four, you had hungry box plup versus JMook IBDW on the winner's side. And on the loser side, you had crudo Panda making top four. There's your surprise team of this tournament facing off against mango Amsa and mango did show up the next day and play. We'll get into more mango drama later. And and, th and so they fit the Crudo Panda finished fourth, but Mango Amsa moves on to losers finals to face JMook IBDW. They lose there. JMook IBDW get their rematch with Hungerbox Plup, but it is yet another 3 0. And when I'm watching grand finals dubs uh, from the front row and seeing that unfold, Hungrybox, I always accuse of not being a great doubles player, but uh, what I will say is that, as per usual, is always really good at putting himself in in those winning positions on the on the stage i think even though his play doesn't always translate to doubles in my opinion it's still puff who's extra dangerous with hitting rests and 
Hungrybox had a lot, a lot of rests in grand finals. It was not close. That 3-0 was brutal to watch mm -hmm. JMook and IVDW and watch Cody come up short. So congrats to Hungrybox Plup. They were very, very convincingly number one team of this tournament. Number one team if you have a if you have a rank. They are the team to beat if there are going to be more dubs at future events these big events hopefully will have doubles in some capacity hopefully have top four on stream like they did here if it's not on sunday then top four saturday night doubles that 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 only takes a couple of hours we you know you clock it, it they were done before two and they started at 12 so that was really awesome just to have like you know two solid hours of really high level dubs with the names that you recognize i think that is a very doable format Unlike Ultimate Top 8 Singles, which took over five hours and ran, yeah. <laughs> the, ran them over the deadline and they got slapped with, you know, extra fees because there's a Sonic in Top 8 Singles for Ultimate. There's a Steve or, or whoever. I don't actually, I don't think there was a Steve. Um, I don't care. There was, Sonic was in it. I, I watched the MKLeo versus Mute sets. Because I like MKLeo. Oh, and by the way, congratulations cool to me for cor correctly predicting MKLeo to win Genesis yet again. <laughs> wow. What a crazy wild Ooh. prediction that. But, uh, you know. Mute Ace did upset him in winners. Yes. So. Mute Ace played very well this tournament. Mm -hmm. So congrats to Mute Ace for finishing second. That was an incredible performance. So just, you know, uh, MKLeo is like the armada of Genesis on the ultimate side. Oh, yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah, so that's a... Uh... I think wraps up most of our um i guess results talk so thinking about uh <laughs> i guess drama i guess as a result you know mango of course you know burning out played dr mario threatened to not come for doubles top four not mm. threatened per se but like insinuated he might not come back for sunday ended up coming back for sunday played for gen uh double top four and then released a twit longer kind of explaining, you know, his burnout, how he felt about the rankings. And yeah, he, you know, playing at the highest level for what, 18 years, you know, so, so long, you know, you're going to burn out eventually. You're going to have these moments of weakness where you don't want to give it your 100%. And I understand that. Do I think one of the biggest tournaments of the year is the time to do that? Probably not. But you know, I've never been in Mango Shoes to that level, so I can't say for certain. I was, I I can say for certain as a Mango fan, I was a little disappointed. I wanted to see, you know, Mango competed his best, but, you know, I understand that, you know, everyone's human and everyone, you know, has their breaking point. Everyone has their moment of exhaustion, and that's okay. Um, I'm just, I'm glad it seems that the Twit Longer did ease the community's tensions um, and hesitations about Mango's place and responsibility in the community so i think that's great um but what i hope moving forward is that you know if he's feeling that level of burnout if he's feeling that level of you know a lack of motivation you know stay home and stream i i think you know when i see mango sign up for a tournament and he's gonna be there you know expecting to see like the mango fox falco making deep runs and making it exciting in top eight but what really I guess grinds my gears is then, you know, seeing Mango getting so excited and then seeing him, his Dr. Mario lose to Mateo and, and Taj's Mewtwo. So I, I don't know. It's definitely a, a difficult spot, but I'm hoping that Mango gets the rest that he deserves. 
and um, we can see him come back to form soon. There are going to be other tournaments coming up this year. So a couple of tournaments that were more broadly announced got lots of hype in the crowd for top. By the way, top eight for and top four, everybody was really energetic and and hyped up. There was a lot of Jay Mooked, you know, chants and everything. My personal favorite was after the grand finals was over and Cody and Jay Mook are hugging on stage. I heard a couple of people behind me chanting "kiss, kiss." That was probably my favorite. That made me laugh so hard. Um, I was giggling. But I'm thinking about how during top eight they're announcing things like collision coming up here in mm -hmm. march major upset which is coming up in a few months from now yep. battle bc5 which is going to be at the vancouver convention center so it's literally i read an article about this somebody wrote an article about this whole announcement thing so that's cool shout outs to you forgot who you were but the point is is that apparently the, the vancouver convention center is at least four times as big as the UBC Nest, the place where all the other Battle BCs were held. So for people who were at Battle BC 4 and said, oh, it's a little crowded here. And if you watched Battle BC 4 Top 8, it looked crowded, but no That's more. It. No longer going to be a concern. There are there are also lots of resources for those of you who are interested in going to Vancouver this upcoming May. They have uh, flight discounts, hotel discounts. They have discounts on, on travel insurance, which might matter for people going from the United States into Canada because who knows what's going to happen, right? What if you lose your credit card and all of a sudden you go, uh-oh, and you have to do whatever, whatever to get money so that you could do whatever, whatever. You get it. So like they are, right. they are going out of their way to make this as easy of a tournament to travel to logistically. I really want to go, but I also am torn because shout-outs to Petra and Legs. They, uh, both of them have been really supportive of me from the very beginning of me doing a podcast and i want to go to a nova scotia event like kings of mm -hmm. halley six it's just that mm -hmm. we don't know when exactly kings of halley is going to be and that's what i'm currently torn out with oh well i know that deer is very supportive of me as well do i go to battle bc5 but i feel bad because i want to make a Nova Scotia melee event, my first Canadian tournament. So I am currently torn on that, but there are these awesome events coming up before summer officially rolls around. So we were all talking about during the Nintendo stuff, which is, I mean, obviously Nintendo's still in business, so they, they are in play here. However, it is not stopping Major Upset from doing its thing, from Collision. Oh, Collision, by the way, if you want to check that out, I don't think I'm going personally. But they just announced either today or yesterday, Collision's doing all best of five for Ultimate, good luck, and Melee. So when you go to Collision and you report to your round one pools, all best of five from the very top of the bracket. How cool is that? So there are these super cool tournaments coming up. Hopefully Mango will be going to some of them, although did directly say in the twit longer a couple of months break. So maybe Battle BC5 is the first one to come back from. Who, who knows? But we have... Great players confirmed for Collision and for Major Upset and for Battle BC5 already. So it's going to draw the major level attention of top players. And hopefully everybody else will be able to follow as well as long as the trip is affordable and I get over my indecisiveness. Hada, when you think about the, when you think about the turnaround, it feels to me as if we've landed on just about as good of a spot as we could have turning around from, oh... 
Nintendo has just made their foot stamp on the community again. Are there going to be a lot of events or are we going to be like looking at four big events and that's it for the year? Whereas I just named big events that are happening before June and they're all happening before June. Yeah. um, It's tough to say. I think Nintendo's usually done a pretty good job kind of leaving like the regionals and smaller majors alone. But when it comes up to you know, the big house situation and, you know, having super majors with thousands of attendees across both games and even sub subsequent games involved. I think that's when they start to, you know, the, the, the dollar signs start changing in their eyes, cartoon style. And they're like, Oh, we're not making this money. And people else are making money with RIP. That's not fair. And so then they're like, ah, if I can't have it, no one can. Mwahahaha. So they send the, the C&D. Um, I think that we have a really good timeline. I think that this year of Smash looks to be a very healthy pacing. Um, I think the next big one is Collision, then Major Upset, and then the Canadian tournament is going to be like Gommel Battle of BC. And then moving into the end of the year, of course, Big House. And I think there will be a... Um, there's a couple of European tournaments. I, I think there's a, there's a FET that's coming out. There's um, that summer um, European tournament that's kind of like a campground, but it's definitely kind definitely it's marketable pieces. You know, fun in the sun and and also a tournament. So I'm gonna have to look more into that because I would love to go have fun in the sun in Europe and also play melee. I think that'd be great. Um, a whole week, right? Yeah, like a whole week. It's yeah, gonna, it would be great. <laughs> okay, it would so... be awesome. <laughs> Okay, here's something else that I wanted to give shout-outs to. I can't believe I almost forgot. Shout-outs to Dr. Z, a.k.a. Sheridan, for winning an event in his own tournament, Magic 3 drop. So let's go, Sheridan. <laughs> and then also wanted to give shout-outs to Exodus, the Project Plus tournament in your walls. Now, unfortunately, I did not go. I know it was at Guildhouse, but at the end of every day, I mean, even in the afternoon, like I said, I'm just like, I'm so tired, and I hear everybody talking about how crowded Guildhouse is, and I go, I just do not have enough Mm. energy like i wanted to but i wanted to give a quick shout out to exodus who had 77 entrants for project plus signals at the guild house and you got heart swap tv's very own the doctor yet again taking a very dominant Mm. tournament i think whoa i'm looking at the at the star gg bracket and the doctor 3030303030 all the way through winners from the start of top i mean that's spicy so congratulations to the doctor for winning the exodus 2023 event i know that we still can't have project plus in the same room as ultimate and melee for some reason even though i feel like we should just say screw it and 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 try but we'll we'll we'll, we'll, we know the things like riptide 2021 and main stage 2021 nintendo does not want project plus in your walls and yet we are here they are here you get it (laughs) yeah <laughs> uh, yeah project plus i think is a great game um it's fun it's well made it has an amazing community um i'm hoping that the stigma drops and we can actually start openly supporting it again that'd be amazing um but i think there has to be a precedent set i think a big tournament has to take a chance at openly running it again right and if it goes through and if you know we're not c and d or we're not you know like stripped streaming rights because we're broadcasting this event. Um, there just has to be one brave soul or a group of brave souls that just pulls the trigger and says enough's enough. Let's support this game openly. Um, but 
I'm not in those backroom conversations. I'm not at the boardrooms. Um, I'm discussing the legalities and getting these CNDs or getting these letters from Nintendo giving us rules and regulations or threats or whatever the hell is going on behind closed doors. So I can't say for certain. What I can say is, you know, the Project Plus community will continue to thrive in its own way. I just wish we could help foster it. That's that's my one wish. One, a couple more things in regards to Genesis from my personal side. I was able to travel to Genesis and from Genesis with Gimme Dat Wheat, one of the Melee Stats co-leaders, leaders of the conglomerate of the collective. It's it's Wheat, Amba Sinister, and Edwin Budding, of course, but. Yeah. I got to travel with Wheat. That was a pleasure. And we're both big Eagles fans. So Wheat found me in the venue on Saturday and said, all right, let's go watch the game. And I said, yes, because we were talking about it. Oh, are we going to go watch the game together? It's also during Top 64 Melee. (laughs) So we're just looking at the Star GG bracket and going, Star GG is down. And we're looking at Liquipedia. Wheat's looking at the Discord chat on the Melee Stats server and going, oh, Mango just lost to Taj. And I go, no way. In 2023? oh my gosh kind of kind of vibes it was really fun because the eagles also kicked the tar out of the giants we are now in the nfc championship game and we'll hopefully win versus the 49ers this upcoming sunday in philadelphia i tried to enter one of those you know retweet to earn tickets things and it did not work out sadly because <laughs> there were tens of thousands of other entrants so of course i'm sure yeah. of course it wouldn't be lucky for me but that's okay there you just you just can't I just I can't pay for playoff tickets there like a thousand dollars or whatever. So let's also congratulate now the newest member of Sly Fox esports team. We got Jay Mook. He's too strong joining Sly Fox. Uh super cool to see Jay uh, Jay Flex. Jay Flex being Jay picked Flex, up. Yeah. Who had a great who had a great tournament performance at Genesis. Really encouraging to have a game five with hungry box and almost take that you know jflex has some sneaky good wins beating amsa yes. at a nightclub before apex you got to watch out for this upcoming chic even though jflex has also been simultaneously playing for 10 plus years but <laughs> all i'm saying is that jflex is still getting better and better so sly fox very wise to pick up the three hands god himself so uh congratulations to jflex and you alluded to this earlier ludwig ludwig becoming a co-owner of moist esports in my mind seeing moist esports continue to succeed is a net good for melee because as ludwig has proven thus far and i would say i would say moist critical charlie himself running some online events in the COVID era for melee for ultimate uh, ultimate in particular yeah. I, that's a net good for us so we all want to root for moki to succeed of course but moist esports in general to succeed and my favorite thing about the announcement was one of ludwig's editors shake drizzle going ludwig does, doesn't edit his own videos <laughs> <laughs> uh it's a classic but uh yeah. okay so that that's that's all the melee news that i can think of we got we got to get to our exhibition games hada do you got anything else are you ready to do this uh i guess we have coin we do have coin box uh officially mm. three thousand dollars across two games of 1500 bi-weekly for melee and ultimate um commentary applications are blowing up everyone wants to be a part of this it's uh it's huge i know there's conversations to try to yeah I would like to get paid. I'm yes, Hada, let's get, let's get you on there. Did you apply ring. yet? <laughs> I need to apply today. I need to do that today. Yes, 
Yes, yes, so yes. We'll and then that tweet that you applied so we can get mm-hmm. the retweets going, the vouches. You know how it is. Yes. Yeah. You got to tell the goes. people what's up. Yeah. So if you guys want to see me on commentary, please uh, give me some social media bo- like boost. That'd be great. Oh, um, I met somebody at DSJ. I met TSJ at uh, Genesis, by DSJ? the way. Yeah, we had lunch uh, together. That's my that's my dog. I love I love Adam. He's a he's a really, really, really good friend of mine. Sorry, I, I just remembered constantly. that I had lunch with him. We're going, I know Hada and, and DSJ is like, yo, let's go. You know, Hada, that's oh, you do the show with Hada. You know, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. It was super fun to yeah. get to talk about Colorado. OK, sorry. You can please continue. <laughs> yeah. So uh, Coinbox looks good. Uh, I, what I'm really happy is it clicked with Nightclub, which is one of the biggest, the biggest weekly across the country. And I think it also would have conflicted with either Verdugo or um, Lawless, I think, in California. So it would have taken a bunch of um, viewership away. But I know that HBox is talking to the representatives at Coinbase to try to see if they can get it on a Tuesday um, moving forward. So we can you know, have Coinbox on Tuesdays and then not drag top players away from their locals, especially the ones that are already attending locals. So hope that ends up getting sorted out. I know there's some buzz about, you know, getting really in bed with crypto people, but if they're not paying out in crypto, I don't care. As long as they're, you know, paying out in USD or Canadian or whatever, that's Yeah, cool. no, but, that's, that's the big thing for me as well. Mm-hmm. I think that the Mango stuff from last year was you had to have a crypto wallet. You didn't yeah. necessarily have to get it in crypto. You would get mm-hmm. paid out in money like USD, but you had to have a crypto wallet to enter the tournament. And I go, mm-hmm. but I haven't heard that for yeah. Coinbox. So I, I don't pay attention to the ultimate side of things. Uh, all these ultimate players need to come out and say, oh no, it's just link a PayPal and you're all set. That's what I need to hear. Anyway, yeah. congratulations to Melee for getting a big dub there because. Something that kind of went by the wayside and was sad to see this happen to TMT. TMT mm-hmm. was getting a lot of support from FlyQuest in particular to add a, a prize fund to each TMT. But then in the middle of the summer, around the time Battle BC4, if I recall correctly, I just saw, I remember seeing mm-hmm. they switched off doing a stream. They switched off of adding the prize pool, calling them TMT Lite, L-I-T-E, you get it. Mm-hmm. And I was sad to see that because even though... There were lots and lots of in-person to go events to go to. It's still cool to see top players who are grinding. The mm-hmm. obviously Bobby Big Balls is looking at this coin box thing, going, "Ha! Like you, 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 you definitely, <laughs> you definitely are supporting players on the come up, on the grind when they show up to your event and win the tournament. And if you had a prize pool, that's awesome. So, in lieu of uh, in lieu of TMT, as long as coin boxes paying out in usd i just I, I i i mean hey i'm probably gonna apply for the commentary just for the sake of saying i did it uh-huh. <laughs> and i'll read out your coin box ads if you want me to if i'm being paid in <laughs> usd to do it because um sure yeah. you know like uh my professional opinions are different than my personal opinion oh <laughs> uh, hey I, i'm a voice actor and commentator first day a person second in the face of a good paycheck. So just selling out yeah. and getting that. I, mm-hmm. I'll sell out if it's yeah. a, if it's enough to. But uh, <laughs> oh, that's the problem. We're we're yeah. we are in the melee in the Smash community. We're just we are due for selling out on a very regular. I'm due basis. for a paycheck, honestly. I'm due for a good, uh, you know, 
Coinbase slash Red Bull slash Monster slash name gaming chair secret labs whatever mm. ad reads i'm due for it. <laughs> um i'm just imagining a world where this goes on for a while and it kind of falls off maybe and we just have salt and bobby playing in grand finals yes. and they're just, they just like pull the money after and pay their rent for the next three months yeah see week. that's what that's what we'll that's, that's that's what we'll i'm see. saying or even worse mm. Or even worse, hacks best of five coming in and getting first oh, at God. all of them. Oh gosh, <laughs> we need to see. We'll definitely recap it. <laughs> we will for sure recap it at our next show. I think the first one is is it next week or the week after? I think it's the week after. I think they were saying February eighth for the first melee event. Mm-hmm. So that's Wednesday. If they switch it to Tuesday, it'd probably be February seventh instead. We mm-hmm. shall see. But yes, we have a show match to get to. No suggestions. So, Hada, it is your pick this week. I think to, we have to start the year off right. Okay. And I'm going I'm to use the princess. Oh, wait. we I already played your peach to start the year. Oh, uh, did we? All right. Yes. Well, I can... Uh, I just... I mean, I, uh, we, no, it's fine. <laughs> I'll live. <laughs> I mean, hey, but hey, you'll, maybe we'll get a game this time. Oh my gosh! All right, let's auto fill in for Hada. For Hada's Peach, Lord, didn't even play any melee since Genesis. I've just been so burnt out. Ugh. Well, if it's anything, I I've switched to a grip, so I'm still getting used to it. So you you might catch me SDing 